It's a good show. Welcome to your making it worse. We're here. We're queer. Who cares? I'm Elliot Glazer, and I'm Brent Sullivan, and I'm H. Allen Scott. Textual healing. Great news. Great, great news. What, what, what is it? What is it, Elliot? <laughs> Grinder has launched a campaign called Kinder. Yes. PSA. And this is not sarcastic. I'm not saying it. I'm saying it full with full earnestness. They still left out the E. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they did. But I'm yeah, so glad that this exists. Grinder made this announcement with a video saying, at Grindr, we're into, we're into diversity, diversity, inclusion, and users who treat each other with respect. We're not into racism, bullying, or other forms of toxic behavior. And they put out this manifesto of sorts that basically is encouraging users. A video, users, right? A video, but it's a campaign. Yeah. yeah. Uh, encouraging users to report hate discrimination and hate language. Yeah. And uh, to... Be decent, good people. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I'm so happy that they've chosen to do that. I think it's yeah, it so stems yeah, sure. out of like past conversations we've had on this podcast exactly. about people putting like you know no Asians, no blacks, no fats, yeah. no femmes, no yeah. blah, 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 yeah, blah, yeah. all this shit, all that. People, shit. I mean, people are. We've talked about it extensively on the podcast, but people, yeah. my friends, are always blown away with how vicious, especially I mean, straight people. Straight people are always blown away. Yeah, yeah. grinder. But and, I mean, my question. But with, everyone also is vicious online. To be fair, for to be, I think mm-hmm. even. I mean, yeah. Like society is meaner. I don't think everyone, but like, yes, yeah, yeah. I think society is meaner trolls. trolls. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's different here because on Grinder, there's not really. It's not really trolling. It's more putting it out with the sort of preface of saying like it's just a preference. It's carelessly mean, you know. Whereas like online hate. Like Instagram Trolling comments, is an action. it's an action. You're you're intentionally going out of your way to be an asshole. Sure. Whereas on they're doing it, not necessarily thinking they're an asshole because right. of their own biases and ignorance. Sure. Yeah. Ignorance. Um, I- but ignorance. I. Ignorancy. They said in, in, <laughs> the, in their release, they said you know they want you to express, build a, a kinder grinder, express yourself, but not at the expense of someone else, and report discrimination when you see it. Use your voice, share your story to call out prejudice and spark. Change. Well, I just think that's so fantastic. I think it's, I think it's amazing, but I also wonder what is it gonna do. Well, see, this was one of my questions that I wrote down: was that do you think it will work? And I don't it, know. It, it's interesting because I think we've talked about this before. I when I've just described myself as an online Batman avenging <laughs> misdeeds when I've been poorly treated uh, on Grinder, I've used catfish profiles to get back at the people who were mean to me. So I'm certainly not. Uh, Certainly a part of this. I don't think I, I've certainly never been racist. <laughs> Not very kind. Or vicious, friend. but <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, but it's interesting because, and I've said this before and I'll make it brief, I'm always brought out of it whenever someone reminds me of their humanity. Yes. Whenever they're like, I'm human, why would you say some, Why would you say something mean or something? Right. And so I, I actually but think. But in that I case, you're this, being a troll. Uh, insofar as I'm pursuing yes. someone. Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. Yeah. But th- w- in this case, we're, they're talking, they're specifically targeting people that say, no Asians, no black, no this, no that. Right? Or well, not even just that. I mean, there are people who quote <laughs> things or say things on their profiles that are like really offensive. You know, like, yeah. you know, they'll be, they'll, I, I, they'll use words that 
I won't use, but like racist words and and say things like where am I? You know what I mean? Like they'll yeah. they'll go in directions. It's not just like putting out preferences. It literally is like in bios or in intersections. They'll say things that are just kind of yeah uncomfortable. Sometimes when I see that stuff and it's like so- or in the dialogue in the conversation because it's not just what's on the profile. So can you give it's an example? In, it's in the conversation of people and how people are interacting but, with each other. Totally, but to clear like to give a, a better understanding to the listeners who might not have used Grinder much. Like, can yeah. you give a good? Can you give an example that isn't oh, blatant yeah, we'll, racism? We'll, we'll do the hey sup. Oh sup! I hate sup. Well, hey, be, but, we're starting the conversation. Okay, I'm a nice person. Hey, sup, Wait, man? You're the nice person because yeah. no one nice says sup. <laughs> okay, hey, how's hello. it? Go- hello, how are you? Okay, I'll be the mean person. Hello, how are you? Sup? <laughs> you uh, you looking? I mean, what's up? How's your night? Are you looking? What's your stats? Uh, I am HIV uh, negative. Well, and uh, you cool. Can... <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, say say five, five eight. Five eight, one hundred sixty pounds. Oh, I don't like short guys. Okay, well, I Fuck wear off. lifts. Yeah, right. That's that's the crux, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they also will go into like, I mean, if it's a racial thing, they'll say, "Sorry, you know, it's any." Well, I, I was gonna say, I feel like there's a lot of sometimes I I I don't know if there's a lot of this, but sometimes I come across self perpetuated stuff where. Somebody who's a minority will call themselves something that's like like what uh, uh, rice queen or like uh, uh, you know BBC like big black cock or whatever and I'm like oh wow like they're taking that term and using it and I'm like I I want I guess my thought is uh, do they think that's are they reclaiming a term and using or using it ironically or is I think there's like that fine line I mean I've I did a story a couple of years ago on sort of like gay Asian men sexuality and, and racism within that culture and within sort of against white men and white men who pursue Asian men. It sounds like a and, dissertation. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's interesting because like part of it on some level is sort of the sub-dom language yeah. that people do use that outside of that world can seem very offensive whereas if an asian man is saying like looking for rice queens or something that is literally an asian man saying i'm into white men but that said that said then why does the 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 same sort of kinder message of you know he wasn't born not liking Asian men mm. like he wasn't born not liking his own kind that was a learned behavior right. based on racial societal things yeah. so like who's to say that that man then shouldn't be reported for well, and using I think, racist language I mean, obviously you always have to I mean Grinder. I don't think is claiming to, to be staking out some hard line in the sand I think exactly. the idea is they're saying we're going to watch this and if you have something probably blatantly inappropriate yeah. we'll, be, we'll ask you to change it we'll delete on it profiles, whatever. on your profile which I think is your, a good yeah. thing well, but, I, I, but, I then I, but then I worry about yeah. like what level like if an, if an Asian guy is out there saying that they're looking for a rice queen like is that person then going to be because I, I don't know if that person should be blocked or I don't think they would be I, I, I don't mean, think he would be. I don't think that I don't think it would that, I don't think that dynamic would flip like in that way I don't think anybody would be like how dare you you know it, it yeah. I think that feels too loaded there I mean even in their speech they say together we can amplify the conversation and take steps toward a kinder more respectful community which that's really what it's all it's, about yeah yes, it's not one fell swoop it's just the idea of 
um, discouraging people from using speech that's unnecessary and unkind. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's not going to stop the monsters out there who you know say mean things. Maybe it just will to be mean. Well, no, it won't because that's just oh, a, just to be mean. Yeah, that that's won't just stop. a part of what the internet is. The internet is a community for good, but it's also a community for real mean people and mm-hmm. commons. And it's not going to stop that. But at the same time, at least maybe it'll lessen the preference of it being on a profile. Nothing yeah. will stop it until you can start tracking IP addresses to people's homes. <laughs> Brent's uh, biggest fear. It's true. It's well, I, I have some stopgap measures for that, but uh, but it's true. It's like uh, you think you do. There's so stop much you don't know. Just so you know, I'm running for Senate in ten years. And I know everything. When Diane Feinstein's 108 and running, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and by the way, you're running my my campaign. If you don't like it, yeah. you'll be beheaded. Okay. I have a question for you, Brent. <clears throat> will will co- the kinder campaign change the way you seek revenge as Grinder Batman? Yeah. Do you have any problems doing that? Like, I not just not just when someone reveals themselves to be human because they were human all along, sure. um, but like when you go down because I understand like rationally why yeah. you're doing what you're doing but yeah i'm saving the world well yeah, yeah. but to an outside person <laughs> one grid at a time to an outside person it can also be like that's really creepy for sure well it's not i don't think i i guess i don't view it as creepy i could certainly see someone thinking it's it's heavy-handed and vindictive well you're faking and... you're you're not being authentic you're not being yourself for so sure. i mean that is creepy i mean I, oh, someone could obviously think that that is creepy yeah. i mean i think to me, I, I, that isn't my moral quandary with it. Is it, mm-hmm. is it, is an eye for an eye inappropriate? Right. I'm not a believer in the death penalty because I don't think necessarily a society should always enact yeah. an eye for an eye. In my personal life, on Grinder, sometimes I feel like it is justified in pursuing an eye for an eye, and I would absolutely have a discussion, an open and honest, uh, hearty discussion about whether that's morally permissible. I still stand by, you know, if. You, but I also if, will say, sorry, don't forget what you were saying. I will say I have, I have my certain lines in the sand that I don't, I don't, I don't cross, and I've always just. I've returned exactly what was given to me. And I've done the same exact thing and have felt the same exact feelings. I have never done that. Well, it's, um, it's for Brenton. It's, I, like, it's just like it's not a matter of, of, of being creepy and like tr- trolling somebody. But it's you just, are doing that. That's exactly what you are doing. No. Well, there's re- it's just retribution. But, and and but maybe we're, maybe that's we're what nuts. trolling is. That's what trolling is. Someone no, no. Trolling feels, is being a dick no, on you, purpose. But you are being a dick on purpose because but they started you, feel, <laughs> you feel somehow slighted for whatever reason that right. maybe or maybe not wasn't, wasn't intentional. Right. And yet you're taking an action to intentionally get back at someone that you feel wronged by, even though that might not be their whole intention but, the I know time. I would, and you're going out of your way to hide behind an online identity, which is the definition of a troll, to then make someone feel bad. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it to somebody. It to me, it is quite honestly uh, um, subjective. Meaning, if somebody were to wrong me and say something that was mean, <clears throat> that to me is different than saying something that that hurts my feelings but doesn't feel vindictive. Yeah. If somebody is a 
a fucking dick yeah. and goes out of their way to be so rude or so vindictive. Why not just let them go? Oh, because they no, deserve it. But, but they deserve it. But like, <laughs> but like, just let them go. I mean, I still stand by my method of getting someone's mailing address and this then is the best. and then subscribing them to very expensive magazines like People <laughs> Magazine or The New Yorker. Just do the bill me later thing so that they spend a year thinking I've got free People it Magazine. Is great. And then sure. at the end of the year, there's a four hundred dollar bill on the door. Well, I took and I took that. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, People Magazine's very expensive. Wait, wait, wait. You think it's you think it's wait, you think it's morally questionable <laughs> to lead a guy on for twenty minutes via a grinder conversation, but you don't think it's a problem nope. to charge them four hundred dollars? Wait, just, that's actually wait, that's actually crazy. It's just gonna be a I little would never cost someone it's money. Gonna, oh, you, you just make them emotionally feel very bad. Yeah, I gave yes. them, it's free. I gave them a year of you know, Star Tracks. <laughs> what? Star Trek. It's oh in People God. Magazine. Every People Reader knows that. Hilarious. Well, yeah. I guess our viewer, our listeners will have to decide their moral quandaries on their own. Not even joking. We're here with writer, comedian Trayvon Free. Hi, Trayvon. Hey. Hi. How Hi. are you? Thanks for doing this. Thank you guys for having me. I'm good. Um, so you, it was recently announced that you have a show that you're developing with Issa Rae. Yeah. Uh, Congrats. About, Thank congratulations. You. Yeah. Thank you. About being... A bisexual black man. My yes. life. It's Alan's life. It's, yes, it's my life. directly <laughs> from oh, Alan. Yeah. It's so many people's lives. That's why we have to do it, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and so the po- our podcast, for the most part, is us complaining uh, about not fitting in with gay life. <laughs> I was gay trying to make it sound life. like right. sassier. Yeah. <laughs> like complaining about, yeah, just, just the sh- We, as three friends, have forever felt so isolated in so many ways from, like, gay stuff and right. gay guys and it's just a just been a big like part of frustration for us and as as three friends that's where we've, we've really bonded and so i'm just curious you know what 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 does it feel like for you to be bi because it's i don't know if it's i wonder if it's if it's as challenging more so or less so yeah it's with dudes it's it's weird and complicated because i've had a very like hetero experience yeah mm-hmm. especially like growing up playing sports and like when you're growing up in compton and you're like closeted and you're around a bunch of people who probably aren't that like hip to what you sure. what you think might be going on sure. with yeah, you and right so you uh i was like able to not uh outwardly appear like the kids at my school who right being bullied for outwardly being Right. Uh, or appearing to be gay mm-hmm. and just even if they weren't they were just bullied for it anyway <laughs> um but into into adulthood it was weird because i never got to have that like experience of like if a kid comes out at like 14 and then like the rest of his like adolescence and then like high school he's having experiences as a queer person mm-hmm. and he's making friends and doing all those things oh, that didn't like, happen to me but yeah continue <laughs> Brent and i always wish it did happen to both of us and that, <laughs> it Alan definitely was out. happened to me yeah, right. yeah but you get to like search out certain things in a way yeah. that i just didn't and so i what, what ended up happening is i don't have a ton of gay male friends that I haven't met. Like, pretty much every male gay friend I've had, I've made in the last five or seven years. Yeah, yeah. And uh, outside of the ones, the, the one or two I met in college. Does it weird you out when you go on a date with a guy who has a ton of, like, gay male friends? No. It, I, I mean, most because most guys I would go out with 
are gay. It's like I don't know any bi people. It's mm. so mm-hmm. hard to find. Like I probably know more bi women. I was gonna say I don't the know. women that I know mostly bi women. Yeah, I don't know. And you know, I'm not friends with any bi. Do you maybe. find like gay guys sort of? I mean. It's probably fun to be sexualized, but do you think they fetishize you in like a way? Because there is there there is that thing of bi guys sort of being bi today, going going gay later, and like right. and, and sort of this the 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 desire to be with a straight man, a, a bi man, is sort of the next best thing. Do you find that I, I've had that with a lot <laughs> of really? Yeah, I don't think I knew that. I, had, I mean, that's why bi bi gay porn is such a huge thing. Is, is that like yeah? Because yeah. there's that allure of the quote unquote straight guy going a little gay oh. for the moment oh, when really it's just bi porn. Yeah, I don't I don't know of, of any of that of that happening specifically, but I do know there's like this thing where guys just don't dismiss. care. Oh, yeah. oh, I was going to say they they just they just that, they that don't, happens. They dismiss you. That ha- like there are definitely guys who are like I wouldn't believe it was a real thing if it weren't for you. Like wow. if I didn't know you sure, that kind sure. of thing. But um it's never even a question. It's just like guys are just like, "What are we doing?" Or like, right. you know, I guess it's funny because I think I have a bit of a stigma towards bisexuality, which is boils down to if I go on a date with someone who who identifies as bi, I always assume that in this kind of ridiculous. Because, of course, on your first date, you're already imagining what's it like to get, to get married to this right. guy. I always assume it Aww, will never Brent. happen because... Um, Elliot's camping. He's not getting it right. I always yeah. assume it won't happen because if you're bi, why wouldn't you just ultimately find someone you're attracted to, a woman, and live an infinitely easier life? No, that's, that sucks, though, man. Like, yeah. it's such an easy way out. Like, there are a lot of guys doing that now, and it's like... It's toxic yeah, later yeah, on. Yeah, like it's it's gonna come up, and you're, yeah. you're not. Well, you're but not, it wouldn't be toxic because he's no, attracted to men and women. Yeah, though, because but, you're denied. You, you are right. You're, you're, if you go into the mentality of well, this is an easier life for me, so I'm gonna go in this direction and deny this part of me just right. because it's right. easier. That's toxic. Yeah. yeah. So, you're, so if, that, he, if he what, gave up on a meaningful relationship to be with a woman he doesn't care about, because yeah, it's yeah, easier. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you if you are dating a woman because you want to or you like this woman but you're not suppressing that other part of you like you can talk about it freely and you don't have to hide anything like that's the part that keeps you from like jumping off a bridge or something when you're like having a midlife crisis but i just couldn't imagine the 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 feeling of just doing that because again it's possible but i never would have been happy just like taking the the quote-unquote easy way out because you like I always say like I wish more men could experience this level of freedom. Yes. Yeah. Whereas like if you when you finally like just let yourself be who you are, it there's nothing like it. Like it's especially when you're in a group like like by people who are fifty two percent of the queer community, but like the most invisible of the group. Mm-hmm. And there's so many men out there and I get messages from them who are like, I'm dating this world girl or I wanna get married, but I've never told her about this and that kind of stuff. And it's like if you would just like be you, mm-hmm. it would be so much easier. And they for for lack of a better uh, uh, understanding they just are afraid to and yeah. it there's part of it that belongs to 
the stigma in popular culture of, of being bi. I don't know if you guys have ever watched Sex and the City. I've never watched the show yeah. itself, but I've seen the, the bi episode, and it's like that's one that that's a big. Is that uh, the one where Carrie kisses Alanis Morissette? No, uh, yeah, I mean, it's that she's dating a bi guy. Yeah, and oh, like all yeah. the jokes in there are just completely three way kiss. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, hey! Where's your eyes? I can't tell if they're on me or him. That's in the. That's, that's in it. That's literally a line. Uh, yeah, she said. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah like it was. Yeah, ninety eight or whatever. <clears throat> true. Right? I mean, like one of the like one of the jokes is like bisexuality is just uh, a layover to gay town. Uh, and that's the general, I mean, but but to give them, that is still the perception amongst yeah. a lot of gay men yeah, today. No, totally. Yeah. But like that, when you when you pump that into popular culture on yeah. a show like that, like you're you're feeding that beast so much that it just makes bi guys go, well, fuck it. Like, exactly. why do I, why even bother? Well, like, it doesn't matter what year it's from. It my doesn't first, matter how much first how serious, humor yeah. has aged. It's like, that just still just sucks. My first serious boyfriend was bi, and he left me for a woman and then got married to her. And Is he and, the guy who put the doll in you? No, that was my. That was the guy I lost my virginity to. Oh, that's a separate story. Um, but no, it was really hard for me to accept him being bi because for the years we were together, I just figured he, you know, was all about. I figured he was gay, and and the fact that he had this sort of just like interest in this other woman, it just it. I was blind to it, and she was around when we were in the relationship, but I was blind to it. Now he's a shitty person for like <laughs> leaving right. any. I mean, if you take away the genitals, like it is just people, and right. if you leave someone for another person while you're with another person, right. you're yeah. a shit person. But I also was at fault because I refused to sort of accept that he had this these feelings and we never even communicated about it yeah i mean a lot of people think when you're with one you're just like waiting for the uh, like you're craving the other and it it, it doesn't work that way like you if you're in a committed relationship with somebody that you actually love and care about you're going to be committed to that person and like if a heterosexual couple if one partner strayed they're really going to they're going to stray with another person of the opposite sex if it's gay, a gay person they're going to stray with another uh Dude, person of the same, same sex, sex. Right. yeah and if you're bi it's just that window's double open now right. like it, sure. it, yeah. it has nothing to do right. with what you can or can't provide it's just like hey look if you're if i'm attracted to two people and i'm going to be an asshole and cheat on you chances are it might be with somebody you know, I, think, I think the, the, rejection, the, the rejection of another gender though going to another gender there was something that stung no, so totally. much more for me is that right. Like, because it felt like a complete rejection of me. Yeah, if but it, but I think that's, I think the reason why people who would date uh, a bi person even has it in their mind is because of the constant misperception yeah. of what it means yes. to be bisexual in the first place, which makes you think like, oh, like if there must be something I can't do that he can do or she yes. can do, and it's like. No, Brenton, they, can, they can do all the same things you we, can do. Well, we for years have, Brent and I in particular, have had this seething um, hatred of the... It's usually a man. I mean, I'm sure it, it happens with women too, but I feel like there are men who... Not feel like I've experienced many men saying they've turned someone who was like... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. turned them yeah. and... It, to me, I fucked the whole football team. Exactly, yeah, and, right. and that was like, I had a boyfriend who was told me he fucked the whole football team in high school, and I was like, "You didn't? No, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you absolutely um, did not." <laughs> but I guess you know, part of it is like I think 
is I feel like it's in a way it's like a self feeding monster (laughs) where it's like you hear it you take it and then you digest it and spit it back up and say I turned everybody and it's like no you heard somebody say that and now you're using it and then perpetuating the same issue the same fucking problem that keeps everybody else down it's just vanity too exactly that's that's just like the that's denying the idea that male sexuality is a spectrum exactly that that someone can get a blowjob from a dude in high school and then later on marry a woman and have a very happy life with that woman. Right. I mean, it's people can't accept that. When you came out, did you come out as gay or bisexual? Well, see, when I came was, out, I have a, yeah, I was, when I came out, I was like, I'm bi-curious because I, I think it was like this easier step <laughs> oh, sure. so into the world. And then you the did female genre. bodybuilders, right? Yeah, I was really into female bodybuilders. <laughs> uh, what did you do? I spent a week in my first week of college, I spent a week <laughs> Um, a mesh shirt the whole week. No, but but <laughs> very um, overtly pining for black women um, and black breasts. Oh, and why? I was like, I just <laughs> thought, wait, I don't think I knew this. Why? Yeah, I just was like, black women are so beautiful and so much more full and uh, you know, so much. They're just so sexy. And my friend who had to who had to experience that for like five days was like. What the fuck was going on in that week? What were you doing? Wait, what was the catalyst at the end of the week that made you change? Oh, I was just like, nah, I'm gay. Yeah. <laughs> so what? that was like your last like week of heterosexuality was you were yes. really into black women's breasts. Yes. <laughs> I have never once in my life ever thought I was anything other than liking boys. Yeah. Well, that's why oh, I didn't no. ask you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I think I know where this is going. Uh, but it's also there is a, there is something amongst gay guys. And I don't know if this is something within bi guys, but there is that sort of sentiment of always trying to find or put blame on the person who's the gayest. You're the gayest. Right. You're you're this. So clearly you're it's not a gay a part, competition. You're not a part of that. Like even just now, like when you were like, I didn't ask you, I'm not saying you did this, but I'm saying there is that implication of like, oh, because I dress the way I am or I talk the way I am or I've had the life that I've had. Clearly, I've never had an experience where maybe I questioned my sexuality because I'm so gay. I'm the gayest. <laughs> and amongst bi guys I, I mean I, I don't know if that's the same thing or if there's sort of the doubt of how genuine you are and how bi you actually are I mean it's interesting for me I've always felt like I was straight down the middle like I don't have a preference either way but one thing I've I've been thinking lately is just about the idea of when you live a life where you have to be closeted and uh, especially as a bi person, and then you finally do get to a point where you get to come out and be yourself, like what part of you is a product of the closet and what part of you mm-hmm. uh, would have been different like had you got to be you at a much earlier age? Like yeah. I like I played sports and I was completely like what they call clockable. Like I was completely not a person. You can look at it and be like, I think there's something up with that person. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And so... I wonder now how much of that is a part of my performing heteronormative behavior to protect mm-hmm. myself yeah. in terms of like the way I behave, the way I dress, to what like all like I've literally begun to question all of it. Like I love uh like my this is pretty much my general look. I love mm-hmm. a black shirt, I love black jeans, and I love Jordans. Like those yeah. are things yeah. that I probably wear with some regularity and it's very like quote unquote masculine if you know what sure. I mean. And so 
the more I've started to expand myself in terms of the way I express myself and the way even changing up my wardrobe, I like I started to wonder like what part of this mm-hmm. is solely that I that I adopted yeah. and influ- influenced you. Yeah, I, I had a pink shirt phase in college. Yeah, see, I was gonna say not to get too dark, but there is sort of it's here like a, a certain prison to being able to pass, and I yeah. know that like. Uh, I also went through the experience where, as a kid especially, I passed but lived in fear of being closeted or lived in fear of being outed um, because I grew up around, like, a very macho Italian group of people. And there was that fear that they were extra homophobic because there was a whole, like, macho factor. Mm -hmm. And so in a weird way, passing could be its own imprisonment. Sure. Whereas not passing and being, you know, seen as gay or effeminate from the get-go – was just a, I wonder if that was like not easier per se, but but made the adjustment different. Right. And I even my mom would insist when I was uh, when I had just come out that I should start wearing um, rainbow flag pins <laughs> so that people knew, quote unquote, <laughs> so that I could actually find dates because she would say, otherwise, how's anybody going to know? Yeah. Okay, mom. I mean, so there are times funny. where like I go out to like events or like uh like I just did out a panel at Outfest yesterday or Saturday, and I see people who are so outwardly expressive about their sexuality. Like there was this guy who had this full fucking rainbow right. hat shirt, like doing the whole thing. Right. And like I look at that and I go, I love this level of expression. I personally would never wear that. Right. And then I think like. But if things had been differently, would Maybe, I be that yeah, guy? Who knows? Like, yeah. would I be the person? But like, like, would you? Would you say when you see someone wearing an entire outfit made out of American flags? I mean, it's like you see this person, you're like, they're patriotic, right? <laughs> yeah. But you don't have to wear an entire outfit of American no, no, flags to be patriotic. You no, you don't have to. I'm just <laughs> one, like, I would never. But uh, yeah, it's just the uh, the idea of the appeal, like the just for like that type of thing to even appeal to you. Well, we as yeah, a, as we went to DragCon the three of us, and it was so. Ex- like exuberant to see these people like in their fucking element kids in their fucking right, element yeah. but also knowing that like uh, our friend Alaska Thunderfuck had like a sort of garage sale like getting rid of all her like stuff and I went to go say hi and she was like you should buy something hmm. and I truly looked around and I was like <laughs> I don't think I'd feel comfortable put on putting on a wig a hat yeah, you a texted glove. me. you texted me it was I was so interested in your text because w- during that moment like I had gone as well, and I bought, like, four wigs and, like, a bunch of outfits. And, like, I just bought, like, a bunch of shit. And not even necessarily to ever wear. Or I was like, it'll come up on Halloween or something. I'll have some use for it at some point. But it's just fun to have. And when you texted me saying that you were uncomfortable, I mean, it it spoke about our different backgrounds, I mm-hmm. think. And, and how, like, what made me as a child, and I think it was attention, but what made me as a child embrace sort of the flamboyancy of my personality and my gayness without knowing it was really gayness. It was really more just I got laughs and attention mm-hmm. for being myself and being silly and weird and liking different things. And I think that just fed into my 
identity. And I think a lot of gay guys experience that. That feeds into their identity as they age. Or on the flip side, and we've talked about this a lot, the guy in the rainbow outfit at Outfest, a lot of times the most flamboyant ones are the ones that came from the most troubled backgrounds right. that sure. now are able to live completely and truly themselves. Right. And they're not about to ever pretend to pass. They don't want to pass. They want to... Yeah, right. it's just interesting. I mean, I, in that moment, I was like, do I hate myself? Or do I'm like, am I like afraid of being Works. seen as something? But I swear to you, I was like, no, I just don't need to I just don't, you don't need, need to do it. this yeah. stuff. Yeah, I mean right. there is there is a part of me that definitely I mean now so now less so because people are know who I am now more than like ever in my life and so people n- tend to know my background but like even just being out in public like there is a part of me that's like I wish more people could tell they were in the presence of like cuz everyone yeah. assumes mm-hmm. I'm straight. Everyone <clears throat> assumes. Yeah. And I always have to correct people or if they say like, "Oh, girlfriend, what?" that kind of thing and or if uh, uh, people will sometimes say things not cool about gay people in sure. front of me, thinking like, "I'm going to back them up yeah, on it." And I'm yeah, like, "Actually, yeah. no." <laughs> but that's so interesting because, like, it, when I'm in an elevator or something, and I'm next to a woman, and I I don't necessarily read gay in that moment. I will. We often... should also mention that Alan's wearing a onesie yeah. and a, ra- <laughs> yeah, a rainbow, shirt. Kingdom rainbow shirt. Yeah. But I will say, even that—that's yeah. you making me the more gay one in the situation. Yeah, but and, I mean, but it... I get—I get the humor in it. I get that. But at the same time, it's also like we need to recognize what in our past what makes us do things like that. Right. There's nothing different about your tie-dyed shirt and my outfit, and nothing that makes me gay or clothes don't make me gay. It's what I say and do that makes me gay. <laughs> yeah. And and but in in those situations. Like, I will do something to make sure that this woman knows I'm gay to make sure that she's not uncomfortable. It's like I, I will intentionally right. try to make myself that she's thinking she's around a man who's going to like do something. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. Not, I'm not gonna... I've certainly felt that too, where I felt like I would need to say like, I'm gay, so don't think I'm gonna. I'm not gonna like <laughs> yeah. grab your boob. Exactly. Yeah. I felt yeah. that too. That's so interesting. But even like with the clothing thing, like I did. When I did the the cover of, of Gay Times last month, that was last month, June? Yeah, still yeah. July. Uh, th- the clothes they brought to the shoot, uh, I did one photo in the magazine where I have this really long uh, blue denim shirt. It's like comes de- like past my knees, mm-hmm. like an oversized kind of smock-like shirt. And I have nothing like that in my wardrobe. Right, but yeah. when I did it, I was like, this shirt's so fucking cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really love this shirt. And, and the photo was like, great. And I'm looking at the photo and I go, why can't I just wear that? And I, and I literally took the shirt from the shoot. Like, oh, you I, did? Yeah, I, I asked, can I like yeah. have this? And they were like, oh yeah, well let me check with the designer person yeah. and whatever. And she was like, oh, you can have it for like a hundred bucks. And I was like, I'll take it. Wow. But like now... It's kind of rotated into my wardrobe in a way where, like, people see it. And that's I, rad. I actually think I posted a picture with it uh, the other day. But, like, that's, like, the most adventurous thing I've done in a long time. But there's freedom time. in that, isn't there? Uh, totally. Because completely. it makes you feel different from yourself, but it also lets you, it's, makes you feel authentically yeah, yourself. Yeah, it, it, it was a thing where it's like, I like this. I want to wear it. Yeah. It's for me. Like, who gives a f- Like, and it was not, like, it was a thing that, like, people were like, Oh, that thing would like be on the ground on me, but no one really like gave a fuck. It was just like, yeah. oh, that's cool. Where'd you get that? Like people yeah. asked where I got it from, but it was like a step forward in the direction of taking even a little Some bit ownership. of a risk. Or yeah, and, right. and like yeah, and like owning, wanting to do something that's so seemingly not you. Yeah, uh, to outwardly to people. And that's awesome. Yeah, so like just little things like that. Yeah. Well, I have another question too, actually. So. Like, we complain 
about gay spaces a bit and you know or not complain but just the there's a there's a, uh, a routine to going to a gay bar or like a drag show mm-hmm. there's there's a routine there and, and you know we're used to it by now but what like what is there like a space that you feel the most comfortable as somebody who likes guys and girls i mean does that place exist and not not really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I don't, like, is there a bi bar? There's not even like a lesbian well, bar in LA, right? It's funny you say that because Saturday, um, uh, one of the women on the panel she uh, she mentioned starting a bi night at Darren Chris's bar. Oh yeah. Uh, that I think starts in two weeks because there was no space. Oh wow. There was no place, and there was like she's like, there's all these gay and lesbian nights at clubs and everything, right. but there was never anything specifically for us. Even though like gay people and lesbians are welcome, it was mm-hmm. like, but the night is designated for, and that yeah. like, hadn't happened, and so now like that's happening, and but yeah, there's no space. I mean, that's kind of been the story of my life. Like, even literally, physically, there's been few spaces <laughs> that I could be comfortable in. Uh, but uh, it it's interesting going to, like, gay bars. Like, I live right by, uh, I live right on, like, Santa, like right off Santa Monica, where all the gay mm-hmm. bars Part are. Of Weho, yeah, yeah, and uh, I'll go to the chapel sometimes with friends, or maybe like one of the bars sometimes if I'm like available and like don't have anything to do on the weekend. And those spaces to me still feel a little bit foreign mm-hmm. in the sense of like, yes, I can be attracted to the people here, but it's still I still you feel, feel unwelcome. I yeah, I feel a little removed from it. Um, they feel foreign to us, though, too. Yeah, it is true. Yeah. Yeah. But we have the luxury of going in, feeling a certain way, and right. leaving, whereas Javon yeah. right. doesn't as much. And, I mean, aside from that, there is a, like, I get groped a lot in those places. You do? I do. And so I do end up, Do they think like, it's because you're oh. straight? Or, like, do they... I, that's the thing I don't... I don't know. I don't know if they think I'm the straight friend who they can, like... When yeah. I, that I can, like... But it happens so much oh, wow. See, I, so, I've, I've always heard that people get groped at bars I no one has ever touched me. they literally they like slink around me never never I'm not saying I want it but you're also really fast at bars like there are times where I'm talking I turn to Elliot and then I turn around and you're gone like, you mean I've left the bar well not just left like you go to the bar you go to the bathroom like, yeah, yeah. you're very quick in bars so maybe that's yeah. it maybe and you I, get away I, too I'm, fast I'm on my segue when I'm at bars that's true yeah. Yeah. That, that's, yeah. I, that can be a little intimidating for people yeah I just I ignore it because I know like I just don't want the attention right, i just yeah. can't help it yeah, like, it's also I'm incredibly like, inappropriate for yeah. someone to touch you yeah i'm like the tallest per- i'm usually the tallest person or one of the tallest people in the place and like that's it's a, a whole other cramped thing. and you're yeah, yeah and you're like walking trying to get through and yeah. people like grab you in various places and like and i i make a point never to look at the person just so that they don't think it, it like is a positive reinforcement yeah, right right and so and I i'm never bad news for you though they don't care i know okay. i know they but care. like it to me it's just not worth getting into <laughs> yeah like i don't feel uh violated enough that i'm like i want to fight this person right. yeah. doing this right. to me i'm just like eh, like actually brent will fight them for you right <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I love trying to instigate fights and then, of course, immediately backing Because um, just to get away so fast. I remember one time I was in the Abbey, this, surprisingly, this woman came up to me and literally just kissed me. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was crazy. How tall and was she? She, maybe like five, nine, seven, five, one, seven, was it, yeah, right. Was right. it a good kiss? Um, 
it was so weird. She came, like I was with my two best friends at the time. Well, still my best friends. Uh, but at the time that this happened, <laughs> right? Rest right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she like walked up to me very slowly. And then, like, because you don't know what's going to happen, yeah, things what? are just yeah. happening. And then she just does it. And my friend is looking like, oh, my God, what is the happening? Fuck? And uh, did she say anything? She did. And you know what? I do not because of the whole I, it happened so fast. I, yeah, right? I don't yeah. remember exactly what she wow. said after. But it was like that kind of stuff happens to me in those spaces, which is why I don't go to them very frequently. Yeah, what happens yeah. at a straight bar then? Oh fucking! I don't nothing. nothing. <laughs> yeah, like, straight bars are really boring. Yeah, like nothing. Like it's yeah. No one cares. Like yeah. everyone's My, just like everyone's listening to Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> My new thing is I think the funniest thing as a bit is to start going to hookah bars. What? I've not, <laughs> not, what? I've, been, I've not been to one in a long time. Exactly. But like, ne- I never got hookah in college. I feel uh, like hookah is only for college what students. What are you doing at a hookah That's bar? That's the thing. That's the bit. Who goes to hookah bars? Nobody. <laughs> Adults? Children? College? Gay? Who goes to hookah bars? Who wants to put a, a, like a hose in their mouth and smoke clouds strawberries that smell smoke. like strawberries? Right? It's so weird. Other people and I want to do it as a bit. Trayvon, will you go with me to a hookah bar? Let's do it. I will go. <laughs> I'll wait Outside. There's okay. one in Westwood. I'm yeah. not, that's the one I. That's the one I've been to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The one over there. by the what the cookie Diddy Reese place. Over yeah, there? yeah. Mm, great Diddy Reese. I like a Diddy. Well, dude, thank you so much for being here. We it's so fun to have you. Yeah, oh, thank you. So much for having me. Yeah. yeah. Um, where can it. people find you online? Uh, I am Mr. Brent Sullivan. Right, Mr. Instagram? Brent Sullivan Instagram? on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm at Trayvon on Twitter. At Trayvon on Instagram. T R A V O N. You just got a follow back. Follow. <laughs> you have to follow time. me back. Follow yeah. back. <laughs> Thanks for being here, dude. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. And another thing. Guys, when it comes to your skin, this sounds like I'm doing an ad, but I'm not. When it comes to your skin, do you have a regimen? <laughs> I exfoliate. I do. I started, no! I started exfoliating. I just have, like, <gasps> a very cheap, basic exfoliant in the shower. Because, like... <laughs> Because, like, if you don't, like, you, you know, you yeah. get ashy. It's kind of embarrassing. Yeah, I is. have n- – there is not a world in which I would guess that you would exfoliate. Well, it's only only to fix a problem that like I find quite embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Do you moisturize? I don't moisturize. Although, weirdly enough, I've started putting um, not lotion but moisturizer on my nuts. Why? I don't know. I felt like they were, they were getting <laughs> – I don't know. Sometimes they were dry. <laughs> Which is strange. Were they a- ashy? No, they weren't ashy. Huh. But they were. Sometimes they were itchy. Wow! And the lotion helps. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. Wow. Yeah. I uh, Elliot knows this from staying at my apartment once. <laughs> I. I'm basically pickled. I have. I am so moisturized. I have I never seen a person so with more washed. moisturizers. I, I mean, I have creams, so many creams, oils, 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 Yes, I do. I'm very. <laughs> I mean, I will look my skin, which I have, I feel like I have good skin. My skin will look the way it does with no wrinkles when I am 70 years old. I mm. don't go outside in the sun. I don't. I mean, I'm 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 very protective. You're an I, SPF guy. Yeah. Oh God, I put on SPF in the morning right after my shower. It's the first thing I do. I have this lotion for my face that has SPF and then I have the arms SPF too. Like it's I don't know. I don't fuck around. I used to have really bad acne and I would take On your balls? On on my nuts (laughs) and I would take medication for it. It was like a topical cream and it would dry dry out my face. Uh And, And I would, in the morning I would put on lotion 
to moisturize my face because yeah. it was so dry. And then finally, I had a friend who was like, you know, lotion, uh, lotion gives you more acne because I my acne was still around. So I stopped using lotion. I started using moisturizer. That's not true. And well, I started using moisturizer, and that's when my acne went away. Huh, interesting. So, I, yeah, I don't have a skincare regimen. I use one thing because what do you use? Cerave, Cereva, whatever. Okay. Because I had an ex. You don't know how to pronounce it. Cerave, I would say. All right. But I have an ex-boyfriend who was like very good at being gay, and was like, "You need to like wash. You need to use a." Like, how a, is that a gay thing? He's just like you know. He has like a very good like regimen. He knows he had like all the. He had like he the takes things. care of himself. Yeah, but he had like expensive <laughs> colognes and like moisturizing a, a whole like thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I also recently dated a guy who was like, "You only use one thing," and I was like, "Yeah." And I guess it makes me feel like a, a baby, but I mean, ultimately, yeah, I just use one thing, and I guess my skin is fine. I guess I'm at a place where I don't understand. The only times I ever actually notice somebody's skin is if they've had work done or they look yeah. like um, an actor, and their skin is. Bizarrely good. Yeah. Mm. Would you get Botox? Um, I would if I would get it just to stop sweating. <laughs> I would get Botox to curb sweating. Sure, which which it does. Which right. it does but in terms of like fillers and stuff, no. I guess again, I feel like a, like juvenile in this way. But I'm like, I don't, I don't have the capacity to look at myself and be like, in a way that I feel like a lot of my women friends are good at looking at themselves and going, oh, I see this, so I fix this. I had this, so I'm yeah. working on this. I put this, and I I just don't I just don't see it. I'm like, yeah. I look, uh, I think I kind of look the same, even though I probably don't, yeah. but I feel like I look one thing. I'm the opposite. I would get everything done. I yeah. would get Well, you Botox, want Kybella? I'd get fillers. I'd titty get tuck. my fat froze. <laughs> I'd get a titty tuck. I'd get, I'd get face lifted, nose reshaped. I'd get it all. Really? You basically oh, yeah. want to look like you get Latoya your nose Jackson. Reshaped? <laughs> oh yeah, I hate my nose. Why? What? I just it's rounded. I don't like it. I, I wish You it was... want a pointed nose? Yeah, I want more of a point. I wish it had like <laughs> your nose is a really nice point and, and yeah, you you have a really good nose. I don't have I that. I do. I do. Yeah, I don't have that. I don't I, I wish I've actually did. always loved big noses. I love big noses. Yeah. Well, that's why I remember you hang seeing a guy in a Chinese restaurant when I was still I think I was still in high school and he came in and he had he had uh, to say like a cartoonishly big nose, but mm. he was it was so hot. Other other than that, I swear to God, this was easily you know fifteen years ago. I could pick him out of a lineup. Where like do you that. fall on the scale of those like old guys with big bulbous noses with p- well, pimples? Well, I, I, I wouldn't and... sit on their <laughs> face, but like yeah, I mean I yeah, I, I wouldn't say what, that's the kind of big nose. What's like a celebrity with a big nose? Who's a celebrity with a big nose that that? Catches your interest? Uh, I, uh, that's I a can't good even question. Think of yeah, who is a Josh Charles? Maybe Josh Charles. Who's is that? Big yeah. Wait, who's Josh Charles? He's this guy. Okay. He's just, he's just oh, cool. Guy. He's he's this guy. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> sure. Yeah. She's. Yeah. Have you dated? Have you dated? You haven't dated a lot of Jewish guys. No. I normally don't talk to them. Right. You know? Right, right, right. That's fair. <laughs> okay. Well, now I know. Okay, so you I'm only talk to us. Yeah, yeah, us yeah. Too. yeah. Yeah, I, I, I only approve of, we're, of we're you guys. All the Jew you need. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, for the record, that was a joke. <laughs> I love people of the Jewish faith. However, I, I, what's not a joke is that Alan is going to come into the podcast next time and look like a cat. Yeah. He's going to look like a human cat. Oh, my cat. God. I would die. Miss Fame, this drag queen from Drag Race, yeah. does this thing when he's doing his makeup where he puts the tape, the face tape on sure, his face, yeah. and then he like connects the skin yeah. so it pushes his face up. Yeah. 
If I could do that every day, I would. Really? I would yeah. get Botox. I would definitely yeah. get Botox. I, I on have your nothing, nuts, or not, I would get exclusively on my nuts, so they don't sweat. <laughs> I would. Uh, I would. Yeah. I would. I don't think there's anything wrong with, in my opinion. Uh, like aging gracefully, but I would never want to do it such that it starts to make you look not your age. I'm happy looking five years younger, yeah, <laughs> or as I call it, my Tinder age. Uh, but I would never like get it. My get eyes. Well, you were also blessed with me. very Grecian skin. Well, olive I, I will accept that. Yeah, for um, which you receive many compliments. <laughs> I was not. I'm pale as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, let's uh, let's start putting together a GoFundMe for your plastic surgery, yeah. Alan. Oh my God! Yeah, yes. let's, let's raise. I want to start with the eyes because the eyes age first, and my yeah, eyes. I know my bags. Oh my God! My I have such an eye issue. I've been doing everything to fix it. I can't. Mm. We're go- we're gonna figure this out together Thank as you. friends. Thank you. What would your aunt say? Brent, what would your aunt Ramona say about something she heard on the podcast today? She'd say, "I'm moving. To, I'm moving to Chicago so I can vote for Maury Matz." <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna run his campaign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's gonna be a spokesman. Uh, Alan, uh, my aunt, my family's big into moisturizing. My mom is a huge moisturizer. My aunt is, so my aunt would be like, "Keep getting pickled." <laughs> I know my aunt, my aunt uh, Joanne would say, "Brent does have beautiful skin." My mom says that too. Brent, my mom says that. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm sorry. I was already tuning out. I was looking at my phone. <laughs> I know. I needed yeah. to tell you that. <laughs> well, thank thank you so much, Sandy. Sure. And thank you guys for listening again. I'm Elliot Glazer. I am Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott. It's a good show.